Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Joel 4, the Navi Yoel, the Prophet Joel, chapter 4. This is Saul Weinreb, the host for your podcast. In the last podcast, we read a short chapter, chapter 3 of Yoel, and we read about how in the future times, in the, you know, in the days to come, the Spirit of God will fall and pour upon all human beings, whether Jew or Gentile, whether young or old, and all classes of society, whether slave or slave owner. But we also read that um, that uh, there will be justice, which will unfortunately also include punishment for those that that do not bow before God, that remain arrogant. However, we also we ended on the note that whoever does call out on the name of God, whoever does not continue to worship the great works of his own hands, so to speak, um, um, whoever, you know, <coughs> uh, will be accepted in the, in the future world, will uh, live with the wonderful bounty that will exist in, in the days to come, and those that do not will unfortunately not. With that, we begin the fourth and final chapter of the book, <coughs> excuse me, of the book of Yoel. So I'm going to start with the first one. Kine bayomim hahema. Because it will be in those days, uva'esahi, and in that time. And this is always a catchphrase for the future day, the day to come, the day of ultimate judgment, the day of ultimate justice. Asher oshiv et shivut The day that I return and bring back the returnees of Judah and Jerusalem. Joel was clearly, the prophet Joel was clearly foretelling the time when the Jewish people would be exiled from their land, would be scattered amongst the nations, but one day I will bring them back. And not only will I gather the Jewish people, but I will also bring all the nations of the world. And I will bring them to El Emek Yehoshaphat, to the Valley of Jehoshaphat. Yehoshaphat is not an actual place. It literally means the Valley of God's Judgment. So what I'm going to do then, God says, and we've had parallels to this in many of the other prophets, uh, the time when those nations will be judged. Are they calling out in the name of God? Are they becoming humble before him? Are they ready to turn from their ways? Or are they going to uh, rebel? Are they going to be arrogant? Are they going to believe in their own strength, try to fight against God, and so on? That's what the judgment, v'nishpateti imam, and I will judge with them sham there in that valley of judgment, al-ami, regarding how did they treat my nation. My nation was here to teach the message of peace, to teach my message. How did you treat them? What did you do? V'nachlasi and my inheritance, Israel, the people of Israel, asher pizru bagayim, that have been scattered amongst the nations, v'yas artsichi and you came, took my land, and you divided up amongst yourselves. How did you treat them? What did you do? And what did you do? V'yalamiya dugoral, what did you do? Speaking to those nations that mistreated the people, you... um Cast lots. I'll take this one. You'll take that one as a slave. I knew Hayelad Bizona, and they treated them, these children of Israel, as if they were property, and traded them away to pay for their prostitution. And this young girl they sold away just to get some more wine, and drank. If that's how you treated them, 
then the punishments will come on that day. And what are you for me, O Tyre and Sidon, and Sidon? These are the cities of uh, up in Lebanon. And all of the, of the, uh, districts, these areas of, of, of Philistia, where the Philistines live. Are you, are you, um, expecting me, uh, 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 to pay you back for something that I have done? Or are you doing something for me? Like, what is this, some kind of deal? That you expect something from me, Kal I'll tell you, because you treated the people so terribly, because you treated others terribly, I am going to repay you with with what you deserve. You didn't uh, come for any good reason. You came to steal all of the gold and silver, to steal the property. And my precious treasures, you took them into your houses of worship. That's all you did was take my precious things from my temple and put it in your places. And the people of Judah, and the people of Jerusalem, you sold them off to a faraway place to the Greeks. In order to send them far away from their own country, far away from their own place, so that they will never come back, so that you can have it for yourself. I'm telling you, I'm going to wake them up from that place and bring them back here. The place that you sold them off to. And you will get your just desserts. Um, and what's going to happen is if you continue in this behavior if you continue in this way when you get to the valley of judgment if this is how you're still acting and you're still acting as if there's some kind of deal to be made between you and I and you're still acting arrogant and you're not sitting here and saying I'm sorry and you're not t- changing your ways then in the end your children in other words the people of your nations will be sold away they will be first put they will be placed Underneath the, the people who they oppressed before, and they will be sold away to the people of Sheba. Shvayim could be translated two ways here. Some translated into captivity from uh, the language of Shev, and some translated as to Sheba, the, the land of Sheba, to a Gairachok, to a faraway nation, which was then like considered that was a far off place. Because God is speaking now, and when God speaks righteousness. Justice comes. I just want to note that one of the uh, uh, things that scholars and commentaries have noted is that Yohal never mentions Assyria, which gives lends credence. And I kind of, I think this seems the most reasonable to me to the, that that Joel being one of the earliest of the what's called the writing prophets, who actually probably gave his prophecies before Assyria was a significant power, because Assyria certainly should have been thrown into the mix of the people that he criticizes in this chapter, and he doesn't. So I, I kind of lean towards that interpretation and the words of, uh, and the, um, the idea that he, uh, was, a, 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 a son of Shemuel, of Samuel, and then he would have prophesied in the early days of the kingdom kind of makes sense, uh, on that regard. Kir Uzos Bagoyim, let's look at verse 9. Call this out among the nations. Proclaim this announcement. Kadshu Muhammad, get ready for war. You're going to have to fight. 
And what kind of fight are you going to have to have? Let's see. Ha'iru ha'giborim. Wake up all your powerful ones. Yigshu ya'alu. Let them all come close. Let them all come up to the land of Israel. Let them all come up to Jerusalem. Let them get ready. Call on Shem Muhammad. All of the soldiers, all of the warriors. Time to come. Kotu itechem lacharavot. Take your plowshares and make them into swords. This is a, the opposite of what is the most famous, one of the most famous verses of the, turn your swords into plowshares of Isaiah. But here, Joel is talking about the judgment that comes, the suffering that's going to come, and he's telling the people, get ready for war. And again, what kind of war? Let's see in a minute. And turn your, the thing, the, the, Tools that you use to prune with, turn them into spears. Hachalosh, even the weak ones among you, Yomargi Borani, get yourself strong. Say, get up and be strong. Say, I am strong. Usu, Vavou, Kalagoyim, Isaviv. Wake yourselves up. Get yourselves up and have all the nations from all around the world come. Venik Batsu, gather together, Shama there. Hanchat Adonai Giborecha. Because, um, uh, uh, the, the, um, God, bring together all of your strong ones because this is where you're going to be judged. This is where you should bring your strength. Now, if the people listened and they brought their strength and they brought their swords and they brought their weapons and they brought it before God, clearly it's uh, they didn't get the message. Clearly they're believing that somehow their swords are going to help them on this day of ultimate justice. Clearly they don't get the message and if they're going to use those swords to fight God, obviously we know what the outcome of that is going to be. Those that don't listen, those to this, to this word, this is almost a sarcastic instruction. Those that come before God and say, we don't want to bring our swords. We don't want to bring our weapons. We just want to be under you, God. Those are the ones who are going to be saved in this time of justice. Those are the ones that are going to going to survive and last. May all of those nations wake up, just like God was going to wake up the Jewish people and bring them. All the nations should wake up and come to this valley of judgment. I'm going to judge everyone. This is both good and bad. And God says, you have no more work to do. Throw away your sickle. The crop is all done. We're done with the harvest. Come on down because the wine presses are done. They're finished. It's full. The presses are full. The barrels are full. But because your wickedness is so bad, it's time for judgment. Don't come with excuses and say, oh, I got work to do. Nope. Now is the time. Now is the time to answer for your deeds. Are you going to come with swords or not? Hamonim, hamonim, multitudes upon multitudes, be'emek acharutz are going to come to the valley acharutz, the one where um, the the word acharutz has many uh, uh, explanations. Uh, the Radak explains it as where the nation the acharutz of being cut and and chopped down. Uh, it could also mean acharutz uh, from a language of decision. Um, there's various ways to understand this. Um, uh, the, 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 um, um, the Malbim looks at it as, as charutz, meaning a, a decision. So, so there, so there's, you can either look at it as value of decision, ki again because the day of God is coming in the valley of decision. I'm gonna go with decision. 
here because it's not a matter of getting caught. Not everyone's getting caught. This is judgment. Some people win, some people lose. Some people get judged for good, some people get judged otherwise. Shemesh v'yareach kadaru, the sun and the moon are becoming darkened v'chochovim asu nagham. The same image we had in the last chapter. When this punishment is coming, the skies darken, the heavenly bodies darken. V'adonai mitzion nishagin, God is going to cry out from Zion and Yerushalayim hitein kolo. That's where the judgment is going to come. V'rashu shamayim v'aretz and the heavens and the earth are going to shake God will protect his nation those that survived those that lasted those that remained steady with him he will be a source of strength for the people of Israel and you all of you people of the world will know that I am the Lord your God Vidatem, and you will know that I am the Lord your God, Shochin B'Tzion. I am the one who resides in Zion, my Harkochi, my holy mountain, Vaitzay Yerushalayim, Kodesh, Jerusalem will be holy. Vizorim, and those that are strange to me, those that are not with me, Lo Yavru Ba'od, will no longer go there. Vayobayomahu, and will be on that day, Yitu Harimosis. The mountains will drip with wine, vihagvos telach nacholav, and the high places will flow with milk, vicholafike Yehuda Yelchomayim, and all of the the um, waterways of Yehuda will be full of water, umayan, and springs. will, and the springs will leave from the house of God, vihishka, esnachal hashitim, and it will feed and give fluids to the, the nachal of shitim, the nachal where the shitim grow. Mitzrayim lishmamatiyah, the nations that did not bow themselves to me, the ones that deserve to be punished, Egypt, Edom, and Edom, Midbar Shemama will be made into a desolate wasteland. Because of what they stole from the people of Judah, because they spilled innocent blood in their lands, punishments will come. Yehuda and Judah will live on forever. And Jerusalem will be the capital forever. And I will treat as cleansed and innocent their blood, Loni Casey, the blood of those that I did not treat innocently before. Those that had suffered so much throughout history will now be treated innocently. And God will from now on forever reside in Zion. Thank you so much for listening to and studying with us uh, Joel, the book of Joel. Looking forward to studying the book of Amos, Amos, which is the next of the Treasar, the Twelve Prophets.